Welcome to the Fearlessly Inspired Podcast. We are two military veterans ready to lead, empower, and inspire women in all areas of life. We are proof that your past doesn't have to define you and your circumstances don't have to hold you back. We are your hosts, Courtney and Barbara. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Fearlessly Inspired Podcast. Today we wanted to talk about mental health. As we alluded in our last podcast, we both had to take a step back and regroup for a few months. This is a subject that affects both of us in different ways and a lot of people we know. We believe that it's only right to give this topic its own episode. Courtney, I really you know, couldn't agree more. This topic is a hot topic nationwide, whether you're um, and you know, I know that we talk about inspiring women and veterans, and this topic is just for everybody all around because it, especially during these times, you know, everybody's handling stress and adversity very differently, and so um, it's extremely important that we're advocating for our own mental health, um, especially during these times. It's extremely essential, and so you know, personally, I know that I've had to make a determination. Um, of pleasing others or protecting my peace. And so later on in the episode, um, we are, you know, and also in the episode notes, I know we're going to, you know, put some hotline information down there, but just Courtney, what is advocating for your mental health look like or mean to you specifically? Um, and before I just jump into that, you know, obviously this podcast is for, is, is, is focused on women, but we are not, uh, we know from our own friend groups and a lot of responses that we've received that a lot of men and a lot of people just in general are listening to this podcast. And so this topic is for everyone, just pretty much like most of our topics. Mm-hmm. But first off, I, you know, I want to caveat this conversation with my experiences and my journey and my ability to adapt to change and practice resilience is part of my journey and everyone else's journey shouldn't be compared to mine or anybody else's. So I will be forthright and acknowledge that I do suffer from PTSD and anxiety and in the past and currently do speak to a mental health professional. Um, I've realized that depending on where I am in my life, and I have to pretty much judge my ability to juggle all of life's stressors, um, and sometimes I have to realize that it's it's not possible for me to do on my own. And some of the times during some of the harder times of my life, um, I have sought help. And like I said, I mentioned before, I do currently work with somebody at the VA hospital and um, who is a PTSD counselor. And I tell you, like, I respect the fact that you're sharing a very personal challenge in your own life because some folks can't talk about it. Right. Some people, you know, they feel they're prideful or they fear judgment. Um, and I believe that that also plays a big part in seeking help. No, nope, yep. And I can definitely relate to the constant juggle of life and its stressors. And I can't agree more that comparing your journey to anyone else's journey is just not the help you need. No, because everybody's journey is definitely different. Everybody's experiences are completely different. And, you know, you can't just be like, well what she's gone through seems way worse than what I've gone through. So I don't need help. Right. And, you know, we've had this conversation, Mm -hmm. right? You know, even veterans, our friends Mm -hmm. won't seek help because they feel that their particular situation isn't as bad as somebody else they know. Right. 
And the truth is there's help for all of us. There's help for anyone out there. And you just have to seek it and right. want it. And, yeah. and one other thing that I would say, and this is for those folks on the flip side, is you can't help people who don't want help. Right. And I can't stress that hard enough. You, you know? know, and it's just like, it's just like, being an alcoholic. You have to admit that you're an alcoholic and that you right. have a problem. Absolutely. And mental health is the same way. You have to admit, like, hey, I'm not able to con- to juggle everything that's going on in my head or my life, and I just can't figure it out. I can't put the puzzle pieces together myself, and I need somebody else's help to do it. Right. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. Absolutely not. It, it's, sometimes it's just processing yeah. something, or you know, and it doesn't even have to be a tragic situation. It's just something that's out of your comfort zone or something that is abnormal to what you're used to and understanding that you won't be able to figure that out all the time. And I think we've kind of talked about this previously in another podcast is like recognizing your patterns, like why you do certain things or why you react to certain things the way you react to certain things. And sometimes like the answer is not just simple. It goes back to your childhood and it goes sure. back to traumatic experiences and how you may have compartmentalized certain feelings and emotions and now you're not willing to deal with that again. And so, you know, sometimes a doctor or a mental health professional can help you understand why you are the way you are and why you are affected by maybe the smallest thing that affects right. you. I agree. So, so Barbara, what does advocating for your mental health look like for you? So, well, you know, let me say first and foremost that for me personally, it's allowing myself to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, which, as many know, I struggle with mm-hmm. that. I, I've never been really good at being vulnerable, and I still am not. <laughs> um, secondly, I understand that, you know, just for me, trying to understand that I can't control everything. Mm-hmm. I can't control others' actions. I can't right. control what, you know, others are saying or doing. And just, you know, honing in on what I can control mm-hmm. and then seeking the help for those things I can't if necessary. Um, you know, I'm not saying to go seek professional help, you know, when everything, you know, right. for every little thing that goes wrong, but those every little things can begin to pile up. Right. And I think in my particular case, you know, I have begun to seek help again. You know, I, I was with a PTSD counselor for a yeah. long time. And I think just in the span of the last six, seven months, Mm-hmm. Um, I have felt this overwhelming feeling of things that um, I needed to seek and, and start to unravel those things because I felt that whole thing flaming back up again. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, you kind of mentioned how sometimes it's a result of past Right, past experiences. experiences. Or, you know, life things that happen. And honestly, I, I think for me personally, it, it has been, it has transpired and resurfaced because of some things in the past. Right. You have to unpack those emotions and, and understand them. You know, I was in a good place mm-hmm. where I thought that that was good to go. Mm-hmm. And then something, you know, something triggered it, something triggered it. Mm-hmm. And then you're back to square one again. Yep. And so, you know, I think for me, you know, advocating for my own mental health is recognizing those triggers. Yeah. Recognizing that it's starting to flame up again or it you know I'm in a I'm not in a good place as you were talking about for, you know, the um gymnastics girl. You know, she is recognizing because she has suffered mm-hmm. from some post traumatic, you know, drama before, um that it 
it can come back. Mm-hmm. And she took a step to protect herself yeah. because, again, she was only going to harm others or harm herself and, you know, by getting injured or whatever. And I think we're in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're not in our best state of mind, we tend to be a little less, um, we're short. We're, you know, our temper is you oh, know, yeah. a little quicker. Um, so we have to start to recognize those things in ourselves, And I, you know, again, speaking very frank and honest, you know, I know my husband specifically has been like, wow, you know, you're really short tempered lately mm-hmm. or, you know, in the past couple months, like, wow, you're like over the top. And I, I recognize that mm-hmm. in myself as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, seeking that help has, has been extremely helpful for me, Good. you know, going to school, trying to figure out, you know, life in general. And so you know, one of the things I would say is that when you start to, you know, see those things trigger or flame up, you know, be okay not being okay in that moment Mm -hmm. and seek the help, give yourself a little grace. And most importantly, you know, stop giving a flying bird what other people think. Right. And so just, you know, Barbara mentioned, and I'll just kind of reiterate just in case nobody knows what we're talking about, a perfect example of giving yourself grace and being cognizant of where you are mentally is this gymnast Simone Biles right so last week Simone Biles realized she was not in the right place mentally or emotionally and withdrew from the all-around gymnastics competition so Simone's decision has created a lot of controversy around mental health and stigma and people giving their opinions very uh socially and it carry um and the stigma that it carries right so like you said you have to know yourself you have to know your limitations you have to be aware of your mental and emotional health and when you need to step back and give yourself grace and Simone did that and I applaud her and her courage to making a very unpopular decision I agree and you know I think I'm in the in the number one fan of unpopular decisions so (laughs) you know you mentioned stigma and just to clarify because some folks you know just don't really know what that means is, you know, when we talk about mental health stigma, it basically refers to either the spoken or unspoken spoken disapproval of, of someone or, you know, parts of society. Parts of, yeah, parts of society. And so this stigma, it typically plays a, a place of shame on people with mental health issues um, or people who are seeking help for anxiety, depression, PTSD, just, you know, just a few. Um, and I would say, you know, my approach of putting my mental health first has not always been the most popular choice, but as I continue to seek that professional guidance, I'll continue to change the things in my life that just aren't fitting into a good mental state of mind because that's what I can handle. Right. And you know what? Let's, let's, let's just put it out there. Your mental health is your, your issue. And whether it's unpopular or popular, like nobody should tell you not to go seek help. If you right. if you feel like you need to seek help and you feel like you're in an unbalanced place, uh, mentally and emotionally, then you then that's your decision, and, and it's your life, right? right? Sure. So, um, just a little bit on mental health stigma. This is a huge thing in the military and our veteran community, and society has seriously done a disservice to our community in the past by placing this idea that seeking help means that we are weak. Um, by no means do I think that this stigma, stigma only affects the veteran community, but possibly our society as a whole with a little more emphasis on certain professions 
meet law enforcement, firefighters, medical personnel. Um, these type of, but these types of conversations are what it's going to take to break that stigma surrounding mental health and being open with our own struggles and um, our own courage to seek help when um, it might not be the popular the the popular decision. But don't be ashamed and ask for ask for and seek help. Sure. So, Barbara, what advice would you give to someone struggling with their own mental health as they listen to this podcast? I think I have one piece of advice, and maybe it branches to others. But yeah. you know, seek the professional guidance. You aren't weak, and judgment isn't something that's going to heal you. Oh, I like so that. So stop caring what people think. Um, you know, for me personally, and I, you know, I've lost too many friends and family to suicide. So, in my opinion, and it's not a probably um, popular, com- you know, comment that I'm about to make, but I think suicide is a selfish decision. You leave a lot of loved ones um, with wounds that they that take a lifetime to heal. Yeah. You, they don't get the closure they need. They don't understand why or how they missed all the signs that yeah. may have been there. And so, if you need help, get help. Yeah. You know, you you're better healthy and alive. To all of us. Yes. So, you know, I agree with you. Definitely seek help and know that sometimes, and just know this, sometimes your first counselor will not be a good fit. You <laughs> might have to try a few times. Like five or six. Yeah. You might have to try a few times to get someone that really fits you and that you can have a good dialogue back and forth with. Sure. Um, I have also lost people to suicide and it, and I just want to put this out there. If you or someone you know is struggling or contemplating suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which you can reach at 1-800-273-8255 or a mental health hotline, which you can reach at 1-888-581-8221. And Courtney, let me say this, and I hope that listeners understand this, that whether you're the person wanting to commit suicide or you know someone committing suicide you can call those numbers yes and so I think that's a misconception sometimes that it's only the person who's needing the help can call those numbers and if you know someone you can also call those numbers and so um in closing clearly we are very passionate about this topic and and let me say we are not professionals in any way um we are friends who care enough to put this topic on blast Mm-hmm. Um, though, though this is only the tip of the iceberg, we guarantee this topic will come up again. And this is something that we were both struggling with on a daily basis. And we seek professional help, right? You know, not that you can't talk to a friend, not that you can't, you know, reach out to a friend, but sometimes you just need that professional help. That unbiased opinion. Correct. Yes. Um, and, and so In closing, we do thank you for listening, and we would love for you to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast if you are finding any value in this podcast. If you know someone that may need to hear this message, please share it with them, and we hope that you'll uh, join us for our next podcast, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fearlessly Inspired Podcast.